Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to The Shalene Show. If you have any one of the following, or if you know anyone who has one of the following, you need to listen to this episode. Snoring, sleep apnea, ADHD, poor concentration, dry mouth, disrupted sleep, teeth grinding, high blood pressure, bad breath, allergies, hay fever, a compromised immune system, a droopy face. <laughs> this episode is for you. All right, so today we're going to talk about this crazy thing. We're going to talk about taping your mouth shut, at least at night. Hold on. I know that sounds crazy, but let me just explain what I'm talking about. Let me actually just start with why I started looking into this to begin with. As you know, I have ADHD, and many of you who listen struggle with concentration or you struggle with sleep. It's one of those things that impairs your cognitive function. And because I do take Adderall, I do take an ADHD medication. And by the way, that is not an endorsement. That doesn't mean that everyone who has ADHD should be taking medication. First of all, you need to go get a diagnosis. And with your diagnosis, I suggest that you work with a doctor who understands that there are many different types of ADHD. That just makes so much sense. It's crazy to me that that concept is even controversial. I mean, it's just like anything. There are so many different types of dementia. There are so many different types of autism. To think that there's only one type of ADHD and that everyone should be treated the same or similarly doesn't even make sense. So there are multiple different types of ADHD. Some do well with ADHD medication. Some are worsened by ADHD medication, but all are improved by making lifestyle changes that increase the blood flow to your prefrontal cortex because that's the issue. The issue is lack of dopamine, lack of regulation of the prefrontal cortex. And if we can improve blood flow to that area, you can minimize your symptoms. So whether it's you who struggles with concentration, focus, et cetera, or someone you know, including a child, first look at lifestyle changes that you can make. And one really major one that in doing my research discovered was increasing the blood flow in that area. And I started like going down a rabbit hole and saying, okay, well, how can I do that? Like, how do you increase blood flow to a certain area of your brain? All right. So... I started by doing hyperbaric oxygen chamber treatments. That's pricey, number one. Number two, it's not available in all areas. Number three, you have to have a doctor's prescription to even be able to do it. So it's just not readily available to all people. But the second thing that I started discovering or researching, I should say, or hearing about was mouth breathing versus nose breathing that if you can train yourself to breathe almost exclusively through your nose, you will or can increase nitric oxide 
which increases blood flow throughout your body and it increases or creates a higher oxygenated level to your brain, if you will. In fact, some studies show that there's a connection between nose breathing versus mouth breathing and improving your memory. So I'm like, all right, well, that's worth practicing and doing. And as I start looking into nose breathing versus mouth breathing and reading the books, listening to the podcast, looking at the PubMed research, I discover so many freaking things that just now make sense to me why I've had these other issues. Okay, so let me start with this. All my life, I've always complained that I have the worst teeth. Every time I went to the dentist, I would have more cavities. As a kid, I was like, why do I keep having so many cavities? It's not like I'm a sugar eater. It wasn't like I was eating candy all the time. I brush my teeth like a maniac. I floss like I'm a chain smoker. Like I'm the queen of dental hygiene. I kid you not. So it didn't make sense when I would go to the dentist and have cavities again. It started getting embarrassing, frustrating, and painful and expensive, like so expensive. I don't think I have a tooth in my head that hasn't been root canaled. And then my root canals would fail. And then they would tell me, oh, you're starting to get some gum disease. I'm like, why do I have all of these issues? Well, as I start doing my research about breathing exclusively through your nose, I learn that mouth breathing causes people so many problems, especially if you sleep with your mouth open at night. So a couple years back, one of my dentists or my dentist recommended to me that I use a xylomel, which is made from xylitol. It's all natural. It's a little tab that you can buy on Amazon It melts in your mouth slowly or dissolves, I should say, over the course of about four to six hours each night. And what it does is if you're a mouth breather and your mouth is open at night, it keeps your mouth hydrated and it kills bacteria. So that was a godsend. And I was delighted that suddenly I stopped having all these tooth problems. I was no longer waking up with bad breath. I literally, you would wake up and be like, gosh, I just brush my teeth. That's how it feels when you use these things. It helped me to fall asleep faster. I wasn't waking up as much in the middle of the night. I mean, I was still waking up, but not as much. And most importantly, I just didn't have a dry mouth in the middle of the night because I was still sleeping with my mouth open. And while these tablets keep your mouth moist, I still had my mouth open. And it was still drying out my larynx. It was still drying out my throat. It just was keeping my mouth moist and killing the bacteria. So as I'm reading this research, I'm discovering that people who sleep with their mouth open have so many problems. They have significantly worse dental health despite their dental hygiene. They have poorly formed jaw muscles and significantly more crooked teeth. Now you might say, well, how would somebody know? Well, they've done all these studies looking at identical twins who were separated at birth one who became a nose breather and one who became a mouth breather. Now, here's the other thing about that. I thought that was just like a genetic thing. And maybe it is. Maybe naturally, some people just always have their mouth open. But I've also learned in certain cultures, it's almost as offensive as chewing with your mouth open. Just walking around with your mouth open breathing is considered rude. And so parents from a very young age will like, you know, tap their child to close their mouth versus having their mouth open. And now it makes so much sense. Why? It's a health thing. We weren't meant to breathe 
through our mouths. Our mouths were meant to basically chew things, swallow things. But breathing, we were designed to breathe through our noses. Being a mouth breather all my life, (laughs) I didn't realize what an impact it's probably had on my overall health, my ADHD, my sleep, my tooth decay, losing my voice from having a dry larynx, and grinding my teeth at night. Okay, so let me just cut to the chase and tell you this. Taping my mouth shut seemed like a scary thing. So the first thing I did is I watched a bunch of YouTube videos where people explained how to do that. And by the way, I've made a YouTube video. You can find it by subscribing to my YouTube channel. We'll put a link in the show notes. And I talk about all of this stuff. And I also show you how I tape my mouth shut and talk about, you know, the different types of tapes. And I link them in that YouTube video, etc. But initially, I was a little, I guess, nervous to do that. I mean, taping your mouth shut, if you are somebody who believes that you can't breathe through your nose, is scary. Like anytime, even when I go to the dentist and they do like one of those, what do you call them? Like a mold. And they put that stuff in your mouth. I start to panic. I'm like, oh my God, I can't breathe through my nose. You know what I mean? It like freaks me out. I've always wondered like, do I have a deviated septum? Well, I explained all of that in the YouTube video. But basically the bottom line is this, most of us can't think we can't breathe through our nose because we don't breathe through our nose. But you can breathe through your nose. And if you can't, then you need to go see an ENT, you know, ears, nose, and throat specialist, or at least a dentist who specializes in this. But nose breathing is super beneficial because your nasal cavity is designed to filter out like everything that's in the air. It's designed to filter out foreign substances. It's designed as a humidifier, In fact, it warms the air as we're taking it in, and that increases the airflow to our arteries and our veins and our nerves. Get this, between 50 to 60% of us breathe through our mouths most of the day. I don't know what the statistic is for mouth breathing at night, but I would suspect a lot of people breathe through their mouth even at night. Okay, get this, of all the people you know who have bad breath, I bet you a million bucks, they're all mouth breathers. Breathing through our nose allows basically those little nasal hairs to filter out all the dust and the allergens and the pollen, and that prevents those things from entering your lungs. It's like a filter against dust and mold and bacteria. So you can imagine that this is why people who have allergies, people who have hay fever, people who are constantly feeling congested, It's likely because they're breathing through their mouths. Okay, and here's a little bit of the science behind it. So when you breathe in through your nose, it creates nitric oxide. And nitric oxide is, it's like a dilator, a vasodilator, which means it's going to kind of open up or widen your blood vessels. Now think about it. How many people do you know who are on medication to do this for them, right? Is it because you're a mouth breather? What if you just practiced exclusively breathing through your nose to see if that doesn't improve your blood pressure? Now, I'm not recommending, obviously, that you go off your blood pressure medication, but why wouldn't we try doing these kinds of things for the symptoms that we have, whether it's hay fever or sleep apnea or bad breath, ADHD, high blood pressure? Why wouldn't we consider 
trying something like this that's free and our bodies were designed to do. Now, the benefits of breathing through your nose slows down your heart rate. And this is an extra added benefit that I have to tell you guys about. So when I wake up in the middle of the night, which I was doing a lot when I was a mouth breather, I would wake up in the middle of the night and then it would take a really long time. It felt like a really long time to fall back asleep. And sometimes it just takes a long time to fall asleep in general. But since I started mouth taping, first of all, I track my sleep with an aura ring. I cannot even believe my scores. I literally feel like I am in the sleep Olympics. And right now I'm like a gold medalist. I'm getting scores in the high 80s. And that might not be a big deal to you, especially if you track your sleep, you know what I'm talking about. But I'm like in the 80s and the low 90s for the first time in two years. Now that's with me taking sleep gummies and doing like all these things to hack my sleep. And just using this mouth tape has improved my sleep scores, my REM, which is huge, right? Because that's your brain's ability to remember things and to process things. Like I need that. I need REM sleep. I get plenty of deep sleep. I need REM sleep. I'm getting REM sleep now because I'm taping my mouth shut. Okay. So back to the fact that it lowers your heart rate. It's a David Blaine thing. I'm telling you, you know who David Blaine is, right? Okay. So I've always wondered, like, how does he lower his heart rate? Well, you'll never see David Blaine with his mouth open. No, you will not. Mouth is closed because breathing through your nose naturally slows your heart rate. Today's episode of The Shalene Show is sponsored by our friends at Organifi. At the height of my fitness career, I lived on protein shakes and protein bars. And they made me gassy and bloated and uncomfortable. And the second I stopped eating those and consuming those things, I never had gas again. So I was really afraid to try any other protein powders. On a whim, I recently ordered the chocolate protein powder from Organifi. And lo and behold, not surprisingly, no gas. You know, I don't know if that's an issue for you, but for me it was. Anyways, I want to share with you my favorite protein shake recipe right now. I take a scoop of the chocolate protein powder from Organifi. Then I pour in the remainder of my coffee from the morning that because I never drink my whole cup. I pour in the rest of my coffee into the chocolate. Then I put in a half a banana and two heaping teaspoons of PB2, which is like a powdered peanut butter. Add ice and blend a little bit of water so you get the perfect consistency. Maybe a stevia or two. And I'm telling you, it is the most delicioso recipe you will ever try. Now, if you already have your favorite protein powder, no problem. But Organifi is the company that I really trust for all of my nutritional needs. Anything that might be missing from my diet. I try to eat a whole foods diet. I try to eat real foods. I try not to eat processed foods. But let's face it, even if you're trying to be as perfect as possible, you're not always going to get in all your nutrients. Organifi is 100% organic. They have a prolific array of products that basically you can mix with water and get whatever nutrients you might be missing from your diet to improve your brain health, your immune system, sleep, you name it. If it's missing in your diet, they've got it. It's 100% organic, and you get 20% off when you go to Organifi. I'm going to spell it for you. It's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, Organifi.com forward slash Shalene. You use code Shalene, and you're going to get 20% off of everything. 
Again, it's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com forward slash Shaleen. Use code Shaleen for 20% off. So I've noticed, and I didn't even realize this is going to be a thing, but I've noticed that when I use the mouth tape, I get into a relaxed state so much easier. I think because you kind of have to concentrate, at least I did at first, to breathe through my nose because I believed I couldn't. I thought, I just, I can't breathe through my nose. I'm going to suffocate if my mouth is closed. Not true. It's also helped me to learn to sleep on my back, which is great for wrinkles. I mean, are you getting all the benefits of this yet? All right. So with that little tiny piece of mouth tape, that's what I use. Just like a little postage stamp size piece of tape right down the middle of my lips. Easy to remove. I don't feel like I'm going to suffocate. If I want to separate my lips, I can. You know what I mean? But I'd have to think about it and I'd have to like pop my mouth open. And I just find that my body, it's like counting sheep almost. So in order to do this, I would breathe in for like, say, a count of three and then try to exhale slowly through my nose for a count of six or whatever the counts are. Try to double your exhale versus your inhale. And just focusing on that, mark my words, you're going to get relaxed quicker and you're going to fall asleep faster. It has been insane. So, of course, I have talked Brett into doing this with me. Now, he isn't someone who I would say is a person who snores a lot. Like, he doesn't keep me awake with it. But, you know, I would say maybe once or twice during the night, he'll do one of those, you know what I mean? And that will kind of wake me up. And he'll do it for just maybe a minute. And I can nudge him. Then he stops. But it does wake me up. So I suggested that, you know, try this and let's see if it improves your sleep scores and let's see if you snore at all. And so the first night he said, so did I snore? And I said, you know what? The only time you snored was like around 5 or 6 a.m. And he goes, that's so interesting because I took my tape off around 5 a.m. Isn't that crazy? So his sleep scores have improved and he's not snoring. I mean, at all. Like, again, he wasn't like one of those people that snores all night long, but he would have episodes depending on which way he rolled in bed. He's not having that anymore. So I don't know. This could be like a huge solution for you if that's something you or your partner struggles with. I mean, you can't snore with your mouth closed. Try. Like, if you're going to pretend snore right now, go ahead. Take a moment. I'll pause. And you do a little pretend snoring. Yeah, you have to have your mouth open. So if you're having a difficult time sleeping because your partner snores, again, you might want to check with your physician, but why not also just do a little test and get a little teeny tiny piece of tape, not duct tape, but like a kind of tape that is easy to remove, like even a 3M tape. You could even use the end of a Band-Aid just over your lips, just the center of your lips, enough to keep your mouth closed and see if that doesn't eliminate the snoring. And this is a habit we've got to get our kids into as soon as possible. We want to teach them to keep their mouth closed, literally, figuratively, during the day. We want to teach them when they're playing, when they're doing sports, and when they're sleeping to keep their mouth closed and breathe through their nose. Even when they're eating, they should be eating or chewing anyways with their mouth closed. So here are some of the other benefits. It increases your oxygen uptake. It improves your lung volume, all of which improves your immune system. Not to mention the fact that 
The other reason why you want to increase nitric oxide, it's antibacterial, it's antifungal, it's antipathogenic, it's antiviral. Our nose is our first line of immune defense. So when we breathe through our mouths, we're basically allowing unfiltered air. We're allowing health problems into our body, which then hits the bronchia and the lungs, and now it's in our system. All right, so now let's talk about the aesthetic reasons why we want to figure out how to breathe through our nose exclusively. So in one study, which I'll link to in our show notes, they followed identical twins where one had a nasal obstruction or they were separated at birth and one became a nose breather for one reason and one was a mouth breather. For whatever reason, they studied these identical twins and found that their faces became quite different. Those who were breathing through their mouths had a face, and I mean, the pictures are insane. You guys need to Google them. Their faces became longer and kind of droopier. Like, so their noses look elongated. They have less definition in their jawline, in their chin. It's like their faces look like a melting candle. I'm not even joking. And apparently this has to do with where we rest our tongue. So when your mouth is open, go ahead and open up your mouth. Where does your tongue go? It falls to the bottom of your mouth. And where does your tongue go when you close your mouth? It should naturally go to the roof of your mouth. And I guess for whatever reason, if you are mouth breathing, it changes your facial structure. So those who are mouth breathers have a less prominent jaw. They have like a retracted chin. That's not that cute. It's not that cute. And it can cause self-esteem issues with your kids. Like, you've got to take a look at some of these pictures, you guys. It's kind of insane how much it changes the structure of your face and creates crooked teeth. Again, because we just weren't meant to have our mouths open. Again, I will put links to these studies, some of the studies, a couple of YouTube videos. I'll also put links to the photos. You can go and look at them because, you know, sometimes... It's vanity that motivates us to do things differently. True story, in my 20s, while I was at Michigan State University, I'm not proud to say I was a smoker, and I would smoke casually or socially, I guess you would say, when I would go out with my girlfriends. By the way, I'm in France right now, and freaking everybody smokes here. Okay, so anyways, back to me in college. And I remember we stopped at this little gas station, and I ran up to buy a pack of cigarettes. And this older gentleman who probably, thinking back on it, was probably in his 40s, right? And I'm thinking this older gentleman looks at me and he goes, you know, nothing robs you of your youth and your beauty like smoking does, just so you know. And at that point, I knew, I mean, my grandfather died of emphysema. My grandmother died of lung cancer. They both smoked all their lives. I knew the risks of cancer, but at that very young age, that didn't scare me because you feel invincible, right? Like, well, that won't happen to me. I'll quit long before that. But thinking about the fact that it would make me look ugly was enough for me to go like, I better stop doing this. So I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take to motivate you to try this or to encourage your kids to practice this. But there's a lot of benefits and maybe the one that's going to motivate you or inspire you to make that change is the one that's physical. Like I cannot wait for this jawline to just be chiseled. Let's go. I mean, if you even think about the phrase mouth breather, like you hear that in movies, people say like, oh yeah, he's a real mouth breather. 
which is to imply that the person is stupid. (laughs) I mean, what does that even say about us? So now it's weird. I'm walking around the streets. We're here again in France right now. We're on vacation. And I am noticing people who have their mouths open just walking around, right? And it's very obvious to me that their facial structures are different. It creates a narrowing, constricted upper jaw formation. It creates crowded teeth, protruding upper incisors. People who breathe primarily through their mouths have a difficult time making their upper teeth and lower teeth connect. It increases the length of your face. You have a longer face. And a convex profile, which means, you know, your lower jaw is like kind of like sunken back more. So, I mean, it's just something that why not help your kids have a better facial structure by teaching them now to breathe through their noses? Now, again, not everyone can do this. And if you can't or if your child can't breathe through their nose at all, then you need to make sure that they're either seeing a dentist who specializes in this or finding an ENT. It is well documented that mouth-breathing adults, especially those who breathe through their mouths at night, have a much higher rate of sleeping disorders, fatigue, decreased productivity, more anxiety, an 81% increase of allergies, a 79% increase of enlarged adenoids, 13% increase of enlarged tonsils. People who breathe through their mouths have an 80% chance that they're snoring. 77% of people who have an itchy nose, it's because they're mouth breathing. Okay, and are you ready for this? People who breathe through their mouths instead of through their noses have worse posture. It's called kyphosis. So kyphosis is when you, and you've seen people do this, kind of like your shoulders are slightly rounded forward and then your head kind of jets forward slightly for whatever reason, Because when your tongue rests in the bottom of your mouth, which it does when your mouth is open, it tends to, over time, impact your posture. Okay, if you're like me, and one of the reasons why you believe you can't breathe through your nose, or at least it's hard to breathe through your nose, is because it always feels like it's kind of congested, because that's what it felt like for me. Here is an exercise that will help to to clear it without using, you know, like a nasal decongestant. Okay, so first you close your mouth and take in just a very small breath in through your nose silently and then let it out through your nose silently. Like, don't worry about how long it is. Just close your mouth and take a breath in through your nose and exhale out through your nose. Then what you're going to do, and of course you can't do this if you're driving, but then I want you to pinch your nose with your fingers and hold your breath. And as you do that, then you want to walk around a little bit, like just kind of pace around holding your breath, but not to the point where you feel like you're like, you know, running out of air, but just see how long you can go holding your breath without overdoing it. But again, with your nose pinched and your mouth closed. Okay. Then when you finish doing that, relax. And then again, take a breath in with through your nose with your mouth closed and let the air out again through your nose. Now, when you take that first breath, right after you've finished holding your breath, it's probably going to be a pretty big breath. It's going to be a bigger breath than normal which is fine. But then you want to try to calm your breathing as quickly as you can by suppressing your second and third breaths. 
Now, if it doesn't feel like you got or recovered from holding your breath after like two or three breaths in through your nose, then you held your breath for too long. So try it again, wait another minute or so, and then repeat the exercise. Now, if you do this five or six times before you go to bed, it will help you to naturally decongest your nose. It worked for me. Listen, if you haven't already thought about who you need to send this episode to, then you got to get out of your own head right now and think about all the people in your life who you know who need to hear this. Like you've got friends who have kids, they need to hear this. You've got a friend whose husband snores, they need to hear this. So click that little share button and you can text a link to this episode to whoever it is needs to hear this because this is free. I mean, it doesn't cost anything to keep your mouth closed and it could make a huge, huge difference in your life. I feel, I don't know how much of this is placebo effect, but I I feel like my concentration's better, which obviously has a lot to do with my sleep, which has a lot to do with the quality of my breath, which has a lot to do with the nitric oxide, like all of this stuff, it just relates. I only wish that I had known about this when I was much younger. Think about all the dental work I probably could have avoided. All the times I lost my voice, all the times I woke up in the middle of the night, like, I don't know. I can't live my life with regrets, but I do regret that no one ever told me just to keep my mouth shut. I mean, at night, anyways, tape it shut, which reminds me, let's get back to taping your mouth shut. So if you have a condition that really does prevent you from breathing through your nose, or you have been diagnosed with sleep apnea, you definitely want to work with an ENT before doing this or you know, work with a dentist who specializes in breathing. Yeah, there are dentists who specialize in this. And you wanna work with them, especially if you've got anxiety thinking about this, but you can practice just doing it for a couple of hours. You don't have to do it the whole night. In fact, the first couple of nights that I tried it, I think I went like an hour or so and you know, it just kind of freaked me out and then I took it off. It felt uncomfortable. And then I went like five hours. And then before I knew it, like within probably three or four days, I slept through the entire night. Now I'm not using the Xylomelts anymore. So that's great because they're kind of expensive. I mean, I, I love the Xylomelts. I'll probably use those during the day just to keep my mouth moist and to remind me to keep my mouth closed. But I'd say start slow, but give it a shot. And lastly... I mean, I could do a whole episode on this, is the correlation between weight loss and breathing through your nose. And it makes sense too. I mean, I mean, think about it. Carbon dioxide performs a lot of very vital functions in the body. For example, it's how we offload oxygen from our blood cells. It dilates the smooth muscles in our airways and our blood vessels, right? So it opens them up wide. It helps us to regulate our pH. And we need all of this for rest and recovery, for muscle development. And if you think about it, when you're burning calories, have you ever wondered, like, where are the calories going? How do they leave my body? Well, sweat is one, but the other is through our breath. So if we can become more efficient at breathing, there's a boatload of science, like literally let me know. You know, you can leave a comment in the pod squad or wherever you're listening to this. Maybe you want to send me a message on Instagram. Let me know if you want me to do a whole episode on breathing and weight loss and bloating. It's freaking amazing. All I know is this. It's free. It blows my mind that I, I'm just, like, I feel like I'm so late to this party. There's so many other people who are like, Shalene, how have you not looked into this before? I don't know. But we're here now. 
All right, so I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to close my mouth. I hope you loved this episode. I hope you're going to send it to somebody. I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you on Friday. Hey, it's Kristen, Shaleen's podcast manager. Look at you. You made it all the way to the end. That's awesome. If you love this episode, which I'm sure you did, why don't you go leave Shaleen a review? She would love to know which episode it was and why you liked it. What hit home with you? Shaleen literally reads every single review. She loves hearing your feedback and she uses your comments and your ideas for future episodes. So go leave a review. And while you're at it, could you check to make sure you're subscribed? That way you will never miss a single episode of The Shaleen Show, which we release on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, every single week. Now, if you need a little bit more podcasting to fill up your time on Tuesdays and Thursdays, did you know that Shaleen has another podcast that she co-hosts with her son, Brock? Yep, she does. It's called Build Your Tribe. And that podcast is all about business and marketing, but also devoted to helping you make more money so you can live more life. If you need Shaleen all the time and you're the ultimate lifer, then you have got to check out The Shaleen Show on Patreon. Shaleen is so personal. She spills the tea on everything that she can't on her regular podcast. And you also get bread. Completely unedited, unfiltered, and hilariously confident about everything. You can find it at patreon.com forward slash The Schleen Show. Anyways, thanks for listening. And remember, anything that we reference in this episode, including the links to our show sponsors and links to the other podcasts, can be found in the show notes below. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.